All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking. Marshawn Lynch might get the Bills to the playoffs eight years after leaving the team. We got sorry, we got picks, we got the playoffs coming up. Weird Mike looks like a ticket scalper from the 20s. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, folks. I'm your host, Jeff Hewlett, as always, with Weird Mike. How you doing, Weird Mike? All is well. Uh, voice to God. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, he's going to be doing News That Matters, Fantasy, News to God. How you doing? Not bad. <laughs> you know, it's only fitting, uh, you know, the Lord takes the day after Christmas off. It's no big deal. What are you talking about? I'm right here. Fantasy champion, how you doing? Oh, By you- the way, my name is Brent Waits, and the Pats suck. <laughs> hey, anyway, Voice of God's not with us. Uh, our fantasy dude's uh, away for the holidays, but sending in his news that matters from afar. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Hope everyone had a good holidays. Uh, Priviet, bonjour, hola, ni hao, hello, ni hao, ma, how are you? Uh, thanks for joining us. Is anyone with sweet? Uh, we're cracked at uh, 2K as far as you, uh, unique downloads. We're pretty fired up about that. Uh, climbing by the day. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, look who's talking. Uh, Google Play and iTunes, Spotify, and the one that no one uses, Stitcher. <laughs> it's, it's like the coffee time donuts. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you're on, I don't know. I don't even know what that is, but thanks. Thanks, Huck Media, for getting us on everything. By the magic of Huck's mustache. Uh, weird Mike is almost back to 500 on his weird picks. You, yeah. uh, wearing a shirt that uh, apparently someone got him. What What is that shirt? What's that shirt say? The personalized uh, sweatshirt. You check out the pick on Insta. Nice hat, man. Uh, weird Mike uh, likes to bring you know unique headwear to the Kipling Studios here in Toronto. Uh, most people wear like cover the ears a little bit. Uh. Yeah, man, you look like you're selling newspapers in an old Spider-Man cartoon. <laughs> extra, extra. That's what I mean. Uh, I want to keep the uh, ears uh, uncovered. I want to be able to hear myself a little bit better. You know, I get limit that echo. Yep, yep. Uh, we're sitting down for this show. This has been a big thing if you've been following the show all year, sitting, standing. Uh, where Mike likes to do his little stretching beforehand. Didn't do it this time. No stretch. Did a little uh, acapella. For, for the audience we have here. We got Pitch Perfect coming out in theaters yeah. soon. You know, you got to work on that acapella. That's pretty cool. Uh, for everyone listening to the show, wherever you are, I just know that, like, yeah, you're not alone. It's sweet. There's people all over the world listening to it. Our buddy Benny was in Peru uh, at Machu Picchu, uh, you know, just having a time. And, uh, yeah, listen to Look Who's Talking. Uh, and folks in, in Russia, uh, your family back in Italy? No, they, they're not. No, I got my right? family in Montreal. Perfect. Down. Cousin Alex and the crew. So we appreciate all the support. Tell your friends. We hope you stole some phones over the holidays. Gave them back, of course, but gave them back. Subscribed to Look Who's Talking. I know I did. And uh, <laughs> those, those folks at Shoppers Drug Mart are not going to be happy. Um, uh, so we're going to crack the ice here? By the way, no, I don't have an Optimum card, all right? Of course not. Yeah. yeah I don't right. have space in my... Good God, all right? I got, we got a lot of important cards, and Optimum Cards is not one of them. Stop asking me forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Jimmy G, baby. Yeah. Keeps my van. Don't get Dirty Mike and the boys back off. Uh, yeah, Weird Mike's, Weird Mike about 10 weeks ago, or sorry, about seven weeks ago, I said the Jags have a cupcake schedule. They're going to run the table and uh, possibly get this first round by, which almost came to fruition. Mike, eight weeks ago, uh, said that that would not happen. They'd run their table until they got to Jimmy G, who was not even playing yet. He had just been traded. Oh. Uh, and I don't get to uh, give a, whole, a family of raccoons Mike's van for the weekend down. <laughs> yeah, Queen, you told me Queen about Spark. that two days later. I was like, <laughs> we got together for a little Christmas drink. I'm like, who's Dirty Mike and the boys? And, and yeah. It's, it's a bunch of raccoons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, uh, yeah, Mike's van, van safe. And Jimmy G looks good, man. Nice, nice call. Nice call. That's uh, the best five and, te- five and ten team ever. They got all the mojo. I think they're favored again this week. They are. That might have something to do with the Rams. Correct. Not yeah. maybe for sure playing like everyone. I don't know. And uh, you see Jeff Fisher, uh, <laughs> like an ex-girlfriend who said, he'd be nothing without me. And yeah. like, you know I, I mean? had like, a lot to do with this roster. Yeah. Like, look. Uh, yeah, I said, I had a lot to do with this roster. That's what, but, his, uh, yeah. that's what he was saying all week, yeah, yeah, that tagline. Yeah, good, 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 good for you, Jeff. I mean, he's not telling, he's not, not, he's not all wrong, but like, just, just relax. I, I mentioned it last week. He may have built uh, the roster in L.A., but his mindset is still with Tennessee. Yeah. It was literally the Jeff Fisher ball. It was <laughs> mind and, and body. In that game. By the way, Tennessee points spread was the number one sharp pick this weekend, oh, according to R.J. Bell. Yeah. And so... Uh, and that splash, uh, that's uh, going to give me a chance to get to 500, man. I was too... Oh. It was bad. It was bad. It, it was, was bad. bleak. Yep. Yep. Usually when you're bleak... Yep. You're bleak. It was Bill's quarterback situation bleak when Peterman got snow plowed in the snow game. Uh, by the way... Hey, hey, still alive. Uh, hey, uh, uh, thank God, thank God, voice of God's not here to just gloat about the Pat's second half. Uh, he was worried. I don't know, I don't know where he is right now. You know what? He's not on the show, he's, he can't back it up. He, he's skiing today. That's that should say it all. He's a Canadian ski, yeah, he's a good athlete. You know, the Canadian team Canada. Uh, but uh, he'd be a snowblader, wouldn't he? The world's tallest snowblader. The Bills game. Six foot seven with uh, one foot skis. <laughs> They're like hockey skates. The Bills were leading three separate times. Yeah. And then they didn't even cover the teaser line. Never seen anything like it. Yep. To be leading and driving and making it a one score game to being blown out, not even having the ball in your hands as the game ended. It was a total whitewash. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, even when they were winning, they could have been winning by up to about 14, 17 to the point where I, that's where I would have been like, okay, they might beat the Pats. You know, like it's, we've just seen this, uh, I've seen this show too many times. You know, this is saved by the bell, like Zach and Kelly kiss at the end of the show. Slater sits on the chair backwards. Uh, and, you know, Mr. Belding doesn't really do any work. He just calls the same six kids into the office all day. Our, our, uh, our boy, Big Dog. Uh, walks into the shed. Yep. Another season-long prophecy. We, you know, we got the regular season finale going here. We're taking a look back at some of the uh, comments made, and he he did mention the Kelvin was the Kelvin the, Benjamin curse. The Kelvin Benjamin curse. The Bills are five and two. They just make the trade, and Mike walks in and's like, "Hey, eight and eight, book it. 
Kelvin Benjamin curse. And now they are at Miami, who's got nothing to play for. And who knows? Eight and eight. To be fair. Flip a coin. To be fair, predicting an eight and eight Bills season is, you know, that's pretty much their average the last 10 years. But when they're five and two <laughs> and finally making a move? Yeah. Anyways. I bet they've, you know, I, I, anyway, I've seen that show before. I thought about the regular season finale. Uh, valiant, valiant effort, but uh, we kind of, yeah, we, we kind of knew it was going to finish that way. Unfortunately, we picked the Bills last week. We are climbing back to 500 as well. We are four and two in our last six weeks uh, as far as being above 500 or not. We are 48, uh, where is it here? Yeah, oh, 47, 50, and four on the season. And we're making 10 picks this week. For our regular season finale, because uh, we're really excited for Marshawn Lynch to get the Bills back to the playoffs. Let me run down the scenario, all right? I'm interested. Okay, Ma- Bills draft Marshawn Lynch to be their starting running back. I don't know however many years ago. Uh, left the bi- Bills fans loved him. You know, he got in a bit of like legal trouble there for a bit, but uh, nothing too bad. Uh, but it was time to leave Buffalo, and he wasn't having the best season, got a little bit injured. Aaron Rodgers really wanted him on Green Bay because they were together at Cal. Uh, as classic Green Bay fashion, no, 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 Aaron, you just try to do this by yourself, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Brett did it for 20 years. Now it's your turn. Uh, he's still a weirdo. But, uh, yeah, Marshawn Lynch ends up going to Seattle. And, uh, well, you know, the story writes itself. One Super Bowl ring. Probably should have given the ball one, more, one or two more times. They probably have another Super Bowl ring. Retires, goes to the Raiders. The Raiders are playing the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, I got that right. Uh, the L.A. Chargers in the 4.30 game this Sunday. All right? It, the Bills need to win their game against Miami in Miami. Tougher game, than, obviously, than it should be just because, you know, Miami's like that. And playing well at the end of the season, as you mentioned. Uh, so Bills need to win. Tennessee needs to lose at home to Jacksonville. Bills Nation is hoping that Marshawn Lynch, because they're probably not going to throw that ball that much. They were running the ball a lot on Monday night. These meaningless games, you know, you don't want to get too creative, don't do anything too weird, try to power run the football, no turnovers, maybe you can win the game. Uh, keep, for those in the game, just like in that Philly game on Monday night, hey, they want to win. And Marshawn Lynch can give a gift to the Bills fans. If he gives her 110% uh, and somehow beats these Chargers, they don't give up the ball. Bills get into the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. They could lose by 60. By the way, they were probably playing the mo- one of the more beatable teams in the playoffs, the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Not a real scary place to play. You'd rather play Jacksonville in Jacksonville than Kansas City in Kansas City if you're the Bills. Now, Either way, that's a long way away. If you connect those dots, if that's what it takes to get the Bills in the playoffs for the first time this century. Yep. And it I'm was begging. about seven dots. Three, uh, three dots. Anyway, you weren't good at call it five. Connecting the dots. We'll split the middle. You were a kid, were you? Uh, preferred the coloring. More of a crayon eater, it looks like. <laughs> Never ate anything that wasn't on a plate. <laughs> what about a shawarma? Hot dog. Comes in a wrap. You can make it a plate. A hot dog, chocolate bar. I could keep going. Anyway. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> If, you, if anyone else in the world ever answered questions like Bill Belichick answers questions, all of human com- communication would just break down. <laughs> you can't get away with this shit. Also, the, the grumbling and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and, like, and the, the arrogance. I mean, look, he's, a, he's the, the best football co- head football coach of all time. I'll give him that. At least, this, you know, I'm, I'm not fighting that. He's the seagoat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The coat. <laughs> coat. <laughs> the coachest of all time. Need a coat. It's minus 24 out today, man. But like, imagine you answered, imagine you answered questions in your life like Bill Belichick answered questions. Uh, the Steelers, uh, James Harrison, uh, defensive end. Pat's just signed him. Uh, and, he, and, you know, obviously maybe for some information. Or, hey, Pat's could use it, an extra edge rusher, right? I think he's actually a double agent. Who knows? I think he's got cut by the Steelers. For the Steelers. Either way, if there was one team that was going to sign him, I would have called the Pats. Like, this, is, this is art of war stuff. Uh, Shady nonsense. Also, like, he's been facing that offensive line for, you know, his whole career. I mean, you want to put him in a playoff game against that same offensive line that he knows the ins and outs of, can give the weaknesses of each offensive line that maybe they not have seen. Anyway, all this obvious information gathering that he's obviously doing, some Pats reporter asked Belichick at the press conference, so, like, you know, obviously there's some, you know, information gathering strategy to be said for uh, signing Harrison for, you know, when you guys maybe face the Steelers, uh, if, if you get to face them in the playoffs. Absolutely normal question. All right. And what did he say? He said, this is what he said. Okay. He, first of all, there was a pause for about three seconds as if he didn't understand English. Okay. Oh. It was. We, we, play the, we play the Jets this week. I don't, I, don't really, I don't really understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. It's a totally normal question, human to human being. Like, if you don't want to answer it, don't answer it. Like, don't just pretend it's redundant. You know, it's like if your boss says to you, like, uh, hey, excuse me, Jeff, you were, you're five hours late for work. Uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to get a coffee. I don't really know what, I'm, what we're talking about here. <laughs> you know, it doesn't work. Uh, you're, what, what, what is that? I, I think he's... Uh, earned all, it? Don't say he's earned no, that. No, I think he's all the way into his coaching persona. Uh, he used to give those answers the same way, but everybody else started caring. And somewhere along the line, he wanted to make them believe that it was him. And he's all the way into a character on that podium. And... He's that smart and he's that manipulative that he's got everybody, you know, sucking at the camcorder teeth. They all got their. But I mean, but then, but also, like, come on, man, like, don't, that, that, it's, it's awful. Uh, it's, it's ultimate ego. It's it's crazy. Like, imagine you're you're imagine you're growing up, okay, and your your parents are like, hey, did you do your homework? You know, teacher called. What you're in, you're in a lot of trouble. Get down here, Mister. And you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to go, go and play a hockey game. I don't, I don't really, want, I don't really know what this is about. <laughs> just so dismissive. Well, I think Who do you think that... you are? The farm do you think you are, Bell? Hey. Anyway, it, look, great coach. Uh, <laughs> the coat, the coat, the coachest of all time. Anyway, moving on. Uh, you excited for bowl season? No. Man, we got the we got the pizza pizza garlic dipping sauce bowl. <laughs> I uh There's gonna be a cup look, the playoffs are gonna be nice. I've been dialed in on the NFL. This podcast has kept me a little more focused than usual. I have been shying away from college ball. Yeah. And uh I'm liking it, I don't know. I'm gonna pay attention to the playoffs, but you know, forty one bowl games <laughs> negative. What, you're not gonna watch one of them? You know, in fleet in passing. No action. If I no. don't know, I'm not going to bet. All right, all right. 
<laughs> you always make funny rules like that for yourself. Like, <laughs> like I'm not watching any bowl games. You know, like yeah, it's a non-bowl season. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> I'm like it walks like you. You can walk into a bar like I'm gonna have exactly three drinks. <laughs> no more, no less. Love a good game plan. Yeah. But I mean, but sometimes they're a bit like ridiculous. Like, yeah, sometimes they're rigid. Folks, you guys ever got friends at home that like just make, like for no reason, like make rules for the night? Like, I'm only shaking people with my left hand tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Never been guilty of that one, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> you, you walked down. You've said some, anyway, it's like, I'm only eating red Skittles. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so Mike's not watching any bowl games or any Red Skittles or Christmas Skittles, but uh, he is selling papers down on the street in Chicago in 1921. Who needs to? Wear your toques over your ears, folks. By the way, international folks, toques are winter hats that are warm, kind of like head socks. <laughs> and it's our True of the Week! <laughs> Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. True of the week, folks. The Eagles are an easy out. And everyone knows it. All right, you're going to have the 4-5 team, New Orleans or Carolina, that'll be going into Philly. And you, if you watch Nick Foles play on Monday night, he was not trying to suck. All right, he just didn't look too good. Uh, they're going to have to run the ball a lot. They're now, uh, again, as some of the announcers are talking about on Monday night, Carson Wentz is just making a lot more of those plays, extends those plays, gets an extra two, three seconds in the pocket, can run the ball, and uh, is just a more accurate, more powerful thrower, smarter decision maker, and they are worried, and they should be. If they, unless they have a really powerful showing against Dallas, which I'm still not convinced that Nick Foles will be uh, ready for. Anyway, Eagles are the easy out. New Orleans, Carolina, one of those teams is going to walk in to the link, and uh, sorry, Eagles fans, send you home. One and done. See you later. Uh, you're the easy out. Backup quarterbacks don't win playoff games. All right? If they do, it's because it's Cincy versus Houston in the rivalry no one cares about because they've faced like four of the last five years in the playoffs in the game you don't watch on Saturday. <laughs> uh, true of the week. Eagles are an easy, uh, an easy out, so look for New Orleans or Carolina to book their ticket to the NFC Championship game. Woo! And with that prediction, would make Minnesota the potential landing spot of the NFC title game. Unless. With the Eagles out because they clinched it. This is a game I think we're Unless gonna... the Rams go back into Minnesota and win the, right? So no, no, no. It'll be, it'll be Atlanta or Seattle versus LA, uh, the LA Rams at, you know, at the Coliseum. And I think the Rams will win. Ah, see, ah, ah. I, I do. So. I do. Yeah. Well, you know what? So then Probably I see it pick. setting up Rams Vikings. Yeah. A rematch. Yeah. Where they played in Minnesota. Uh, and then and then you're one and done with Philly. Truth of the week. Right. I get it. I see it. Yep. So and you get then, New Orleans or Carolina. Sure. Let's call it New Orleans. Call it on the a, Saints on a, on a curtain call for. I Brees think you know what? I, uh, yeah. I yeah. 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 Uh, and they go into Minnesota, which they started the year. Yep. On Monday Night Football. Uh, who knew? That was Bradford's best game. Yep. And he was never seen again. <laughs> Sam Bradford, by the way, his entire career looked like he was at a, a grade seven wearing a men's extra large t-shirt. Like t-shirt. <laughs> There's no way to look less tough on the field. 
Uh, Helmet was too big, too. Just hand-me-down football clothing. You're a starting quarterback. So you got Minnesota one game from the Super Bowl, as I've been saying all year as well. Wow. So they're probably the biggest benefactor of Wentz going down. Maybe. Their indoor crowd. Not having to go to the link. The entire NFC benefits from that. He was literally the MVP. Like, look, you know, with Brady's last two games. But if you look at everywhere else in the... In the NFC, it's all nice weather and domes or whatever. Well, this is what I mean. Philly was the only wild card weather on the NFC side. True. Minnesota's indoors. Atlanta. Yeah. New Orleans. Wow. Carolina's nice weather. Uh, That's it. L.A. Nice weather. Well, this is why. This is why you're, I think you're booking the Rams too fast. You got the. If the Falcons sneak in, as I said, truth of the week a couple weeks ago, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna win this whole thing. Don't let them sneak in again. They played like shit against New Orleans. Uh, but New Orleans defense, like, they're for real. Matt Ryan's just looking like a deer in headlights right now. Uh, but if they sneak in, you think they're scared of the Coliseum? You know, like, come on. It's a nice place to play. It's Los Angeles. It's gorgeous. Yeah, let's not always, you know, count everything on home field. Or maybe. Seattle going into L.A. They know them. I mean, with Russ. Uh, anyway, that's going to be a great game. We'll talk about that when we get there. I can't believe Seattle. Um... Seattle <laughs> is gonna, Seattle's going to lose the playoffs because of... Nobody's boy, Blair Walsh. Nobody's boy. Straight up. They lose the tiebreaker to Atlanta. I mean, they didn't know this at the time three weeks ago, but you had to kind of figure it's going to come down to this. They lose the tiebreaker, tiebreaker to Atlanta on Blair Walsh's missed field goal at the end of regulation in the Sunday nighter a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and then the week before yeah, that, the, the missed bl- three field goals to lose to Washington at home. Uh, yeah. The Blair Walsh Project. The Blair Walsh. The Blair Walsh Project. Start the hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag Blair Walsh Project. The horror story of Seattle. What were you doing letting Hoshka go? He's, if the Bills... Here's another thing. Bills make the playoffs. It'll be because of Hoshka. It's because of Hoshka. <laughs> Seattle misses it. It's because they didn't they let them go. Hey, when, since they moved the, those extra points back, and just, and just in general, don't... Look, 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 look at the Patriots, all right? Just keep a kicker. All right, if he's not a keeper, a kicker's like a goalie. Uh, you know, generally a bit weird sometimes. If they work, just don't fuck, don't don't farve with it. You know, that's our first farve of the show. No farve away. Went that whole farve show. You know why? It's uh, it's a holiday matinee. We're all uh, watching our our p's and q's here a little more. Yep. Well, um, I never. What does that mean? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> it sounded right. Uh, Points and questions. Sure, I'll say uh, manners. Pins and quilts. Is it? A, is it? Maybe it's a knitting thing. Uh, you mentioned nobody's boy, Blair Walsh. Right. right. Let's. Uh, His parents re- don't talk to him. Let's recap uh, regular season finale here. Uh, we all drafted uh, boys. Yep. Back when. Yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure I came out on top of that. My boy draft. Uh, with Thielen, Budker, and Bortles, all three players in the playoffs, healthy, contributing. I got Carson Wentz. Down. Yeah. I got Drew Brees, who I said Rock, in week yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's picked I, up the slack. Saints were two and two. He's your bell cow. Or, sorry, three and two. And I said the Saints are going to the Super Bowl. I uh, have the, since changed that to the Falcons. Who's, I'll the third, admit it. who's the third one? Do you remember? Uh, no. I'm just going to go with Telvis Smith. All right. Maybe Voice of God. Oh, Jeff. And he had uh, <laughs> Brady. He had... He had Brady. Juju Smith. Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, yeah. He's rocking, too. Maybe I spoke too soon. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's probably some New York Jet. Because, by the way, Voice of God officially a New York Jets fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we got to go right into our sorry section, sponsored by good Canadian boy Justin Bieber. Sorry. By the way, folks, we don't accept hate on this show on good Canadian boy Justin Bieber. All right, you gave me two hundred fifty million dollars when I was eighteen years old. I'd have about twenty water slides, four planes, and three prison sentences. Caused. A ruckus with about 30 bucks. 250 million? Sorry. <laughs> All right. So we are sorry. Sorry. Uh, look, Atlanta let us down last week. They let themselves down. They let their mothers down. Uh, disappointing first half. Could never really climb back in it. You know what? Sorry. But uh, if they sneak into the playoffs, you will be sorry for picking against them. Because that's the hardest part, getting in a couple games back from retribution. Because if they don't make it back in, they live with that Super Bowl loss forever. The only way to put it away, you got to win one. So we are sorry Sorry. to Seattle fans because, oh my God, man, Earl Thomas crossed a line there. What are you doing? How much of a mess is the Seattle Seahawks and as far and the communication and knowledge going on between their plans for Earl Thomas's future for him after a win, which gets them towards the playoffs, kicks the Cowboys out. Seattle Seahawks, Pro Bowl safety, rock star Earl Thomas, who you know might be sort of toward towards the end with the Seahawks as they try to get younger in the secondary, ran after Jason Garrett after the game, caught on camera, and overheard saying and admitted to saying. Yo, if I'm available, come get me. I mean, I don't know. I, I we, mean, I get it. I'm, I'm realistic about the way the game works. And like, you know, like it's bad business. Yeah, if we I'm not are, emotional with it, but that something seems wrong with that, doesn't it? Uh, I don't. Actually, I thought about that. Uh, if the owners and the coaches and the GMs can cut at any time, uh, unguaranteed contracts, you know, you got to lobby yourself. Can't you text him? Hey, hey, there's, there's other ways to do it. Get your agent to text him? Everybody's got a different style. You go, you, if that's what he felt was best for him in the moment to get that money, that's cool, man. No, see, I think he did it so that w- we all knew it. You know what I mean? Like, there was, he, like, he knows what he's doing. We're talking about it. The whole, like, everyone knows now that's, as in, like, now the, he, he might be trying to get pressure on Seattle fans to like not let him go and like kind of be more transparent with what's going on. I don't know. He also let the league know that he's out there. It's not just to Dallas. He's either really dumb or really smart. And based on the football, his, his football playing, I'm going. I'm leaning towards really smart. He's only got one big contract left. He's got to leverage himself every way he can. It's really good from um, University of Texas. I didn't know that. Ninety-nine percent. I'm right. I think. Pete Carroll didn't draft his own USC safety, Taylor Mays, after kind of telling him, like, hey, we need a safety. We're going to take you. Earl Thomas still available, I believe, from Texas. And keep in mind, they, you know, that was, that was the that best Rose Bowl ever. Uh, I told so you, he, I'm off the balls this year. Oh, yeah. Weird rule. No, red, I don't eat red Skittles. I'm, I'm, only, I'm only swinging it the third pitch. <laughs> uh, there's some merit to that strategy, only swinging at the third pitch. All right. We are sorry. Sorry. Uh, for our no over, over under pick last week. We were really hot with them. Don't know why I skipped it. I'm giving you three this week. Woo. 
our sorry section. Big hit with the, fo- with the folks at home. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, wherever you are in the world. Thank you very much for already doing it. Uh, share the love, folks. All right, we got Voice to God with news that matters. I've just been handed an urgent news story. All right, all right. Thank you, Jeff. And the news that matters. Week 16 is in the books, and the refs managed to piss off all of the fans once again. And the playoff picture got a little bit more clear with the Cowboys exiting the race and getting a head start on next season. Teams still in the race. With one week left to go, there are six teams fighting for the remaining three spots. Looking at the NFC, the defending champions, the Atlanta Falcons of the NFC, not the Super Bowl, they did lose, not to be forgotten, are tied with the Seahawks right now with a 9-6 record, both needing the win to get in. Atlanta has the tiebreaker between the two, um, so should they both win on Sunday, uh, Atlanta will be squeezing through. Seattle is going to be taking on the defeated Cardinals, um, who don't have a whole lot to play for this season and may be resting some key starters. Well, Atlanta is going to be playing Cam Newton and the Panthers, who are just trying to steal the division crown from the Saints. So they very much need to win that game, as the Carolina Panthers still have a shot at the first-round bye, which they would love. Taking a look at the AFC, the Ravens and Titans lead the way, as they currently have the final two wildcard spots. But the Chargers and Bills are still very much in the hunt, um, needing a win Sunday and a little bit of help from both those teams um, losing, and they have a shot. They could sneak in which I would very much prefer to see the Bills in. Uh, Bills Mafia, we love you guys. Um, you would lose your minds, as we've spoke before, for, over the Titans, who I'm pretty sure Nashville doesn't even want them to get in. Uh, they've been, a, you know, Mariota's had an ugly year, as the whole team has, and they don't deserve the playoffs. It always happens, though. There's one or two teams that you don't really want to watch play. But other headlines from the week, Jimmy GQ. Welcome to a new era in the Bay Area. Jimmy G has officially landed with a statement win over the over J-A-X, a.k.a. Saxonville, a.k.a. the best defense in football. Jimmy put up 44 on him um, with a win, 44-33. He now improves to 4-0 as a starter, um, joining some very elite company, passing Kurt Warner and Ben Roethlisberger for the most yards thrown by a rookie quarterback in the first four wins with the team um, with 1,250 Within the game, he threw for 242 yards and two passing touchdowns, as well as one rushing on, yeah, what everyone has been uh, freaking out about is a playoff dark horse with Jacksonville and the best defense in football this season. And, you know, San Francisco, while their season has been awash for some time um, this week, this win is this, it's huge. A lot of people have been waiting for Jimmy uh, for a statement win as their previous three victories weren't against great teams, the Titans being the best one. Um, but this, this win streak late in the season here is definitely changing the culture and getting ahead for next year. Um, you know, they have a very bright future. Obviously, Kyle Shanahan just joined the team as the offensive coordinator this year. Um, and they have, yeah, they have a talented young D as well as a ton of cap space to have fun with the offseason. So if you're not San Francisco, it, uh, brighter days ahead. Jimmy G, all the way. My boy for next year, I'm calling it now. Some other quick headlines. Um, days after the Steelers released veteran linebacker and franchise sack leader James Harrison, the Patriots quickly gave him a jersey and a contract. Um, It was no secret that 39-year-old James Harrison was upset with his usage or lack thereof this season, only seeing the field for 40 total snaps. Um, This, you know, was an easy move for the Patriots, who have been very thin at linebacker all year, have, you know, a very terrible uh, pass rush, to say the least. 
um, especially with key injuries to Dante Foreman and Kyle Van Noy. And even more so, um, you know, while he might be not on the field for every defensive snap, um, the Patriots have the defensive schemes their Steelers have been running for the past 10 years in the wealth of knowledge that James Harrison will bring as he's, he's angry and wants to, would love to see, see his former team in the AFC Championship, as we all would. <laughs> Thanks, boys to God, uh, from wherever you are. Uh, nice, you know, did, was not seeing you, uh, you know, become a Jets fan and uh, burn your Tom Brady jersey, but hey, that's okay, man, you know? That's okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> moving right into our pick sections. Hugh picks. You. All right. Obi Trice. Real name. No gimmicks. Real picks. Here we go. We are 47, 50, and four. That's right. Four pushes. Son of a gun. Uh, we're getting back to 500 this week, and then we're going to move into the playoffs. We love the playoffs. This is why we started doing you picks 11 years ago uh, on Facebook. Just giving a blog. Yep, called you picks for those that loved it. Yeah, look up my old Facebook page, Jeff Hewlett. Uh, we did a lot of rhyming and insults that were just like, yeah, that's where like I, I farved your mother last night, you know, stuff like that. Your original Hugh picks you got were it. my inspiration for You've Been Screwed. You got it, bro. <laughs> Uh, all right, gold pick this week. We like the Buffalo Bills minus two and a half in a game they need to have. There's no scoreboard watching in this game. Uh, they're just going to play and try to beat Miami, playing for nothing. This is Cutler's last day of football. And the way Cutler's life has sort of gone with football, uh, this, this won't be a good game. And uh, the Bills need to win it. They look good in that first half against the New England Patriots. Uh, Tom Brady just took over in that last half. I like the way they're running the football right now. I like the way their secondary's playing. There's no Gronkowski. It's going to eat him up. Miami's not playing for nothing. The Bills are playing for everything. That was bad grammar. Sorry, Mom. Take the Buffalo Bills. Circle the wagons. Let's go. All right. We are taking the Atlanta Falcons minus four at home to Carolina. Carolina does not. they trying to win, but they won't. And uh, I like Atlanta at home to hop off the schneid. Don't be uh, judged by that four points. That sounds like a bit of a trick to me by Vegas. They know Atlanta's going to smoke them. And uh, again, Atlanta wins and they're in. They don't need any help. Win and they're in. They've got the Blair Walsh tiebreaker with the only team that can catch them for the sixth spot, Seattle Seahawks. Take the Falcons. Laugh your way to the bank. All right. And we have... Ladies and gentlemen, the L.A. Rams, we're taking them one point. Love it. Hot offense. Let's go. Uh, San Francisco, slightly outmatched this week on all fronts. Put up a valiant effort. All I need is one point for the L.A. Rams to win. They're a young team. They're going to try to win this game. They want to be rolling hot into the playoffs. And uh, it starts this week. Jimmy G, you look good. You're a bit outmatched this week. Can I give you an over-under pick? I got three for you this week. I love them this week. Love the over-unders this week. All right. We got New Orleans, Tampa Bay, 50 and a half points. We are going under. The New Orleans Saints are going to stop the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from putting up their end of the bargain. 
No garbage points this time. That secondary's proud. Wants to keep those points off the board. I could I kind of smell a shutout, especially if Mike Evans isn't totally healthy. New Orleans rolls. We'll call it 27 to 6. New Orleans, way under. Take the alt line under on that game. That's your Hugh picks, baby. You fired up going to the playoffs. Uh, it's all that matters. That's why the NBA season's so boring. All right, just get us to the playoffs. Let's go. So you know, I listened to that gold pick of yours with the Bills. Uh, going nine and seven is uh, remarkably different than eight and eight. You know, it is tough to go over five hundred. Uh, you know, potential free agents. Uh, people looking to stay with the team know that they're literally a, a game. one game away uh, from it. You know, they were predicted to go five, six wins, and now they're knocking on the door of 500. So I think it's a very important rally point for the new coach. And regardless of what happens with T-Mobile, that's neither here nor there. It's a, more of a whole shift to 500 and positivity. The Bills coach looks constipated all the time, 100% of the time I've ever seen him. Like staring at you, like I've been like I've been trying to take a farvin dump for four days, <laughs> and he's I a, can't. He's a young guy too. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it's really weird. <laughs> so uh, also, just on your pick, did you predict almost a road shutout for that Saints D? Yeah. Wow. Let's go. Fascinating. Let's go. Uh, I just. Uh, what's Tampa trying to win? What, what, what uh, Dirk Cutter? Oh yeah, they've checked out. He's done. That's done. That's done. Mike. Uh, yeah. That hard knocks thing is real, eh? Yeah, showed it showed that how how kind of odd of not odd of a guy Jameis Winston is. Whereas like, yes, athletic, you know, but not not even a negative personality, but just I not f- the lead. I seems like, like a bit of a weird guy. I feel like he's trying too hard to be like Cam Newton, you know, and like to be overly generous, and it's maybe not him. And it's coming across as awkward. I don't think he's trying to be Cam Newton. I was I, thinking more of the, the hard knocks curse, though. Like, you get that, you stink. Like, <laughs> well, you know what? It it's, tears the locker room up. It's naturally going to, like, affect you. When I, we were on SWS. We had a pilot being shot for, like, four days. Huck Media and Voice of God remember this. Okay. And, like, they kind of forgot that we agreed to this. We, we had a buddy, Rob Poole's wedding uh, up at the Marriott uh, on Lake Rosso. Beautiful. Beautiful hotel right, uh, right next to Cleveland's house. Go- most gorgeous place on earth. And uh, beautiful wedding up at the Marriott, but like it was, the, one, it was one of the craziest parties of the summer. And me, Scott Croxler, everyone's dead. Uh, Steve down at the barnyard. And anyway, wake up, and there's cameras in the face. We kind of just agreed that they would wake us up that day and follow us for three days. Cameras in the face, like, what are you doing? I'm going to take a shower. It was like Ed TV stuff. It was hilarious. Uh, and anyway, yeah. Tried to have a normal day, but it's not normal. It's never going to be normal. And you're right. I bet Jameis Winston was really weird in front of those cameras. I bet there was guys eye rolling, you know? I don't know. When he was licking his fingers for those W's, man, I'm like, what was that? What was that? I feel like he took too many painkillers before that. I swear to God, my actual theory. That finger lick was against the Saints at like, the Superdome. Look, it's look. A rematch. These guys are fo- finger lick rematch. These guys are football players. All right, uppers, downers, whatever, whatever the hell they're taking to get ready for the game. He took too many. <laughs> he was farved up for that game, licking those W's. You want the greens or the blues, bro? It's, you know he's got to stop throwing interceptions more than anything. All right. Uh because if you ain't dropping, then we ain't popping. All right. Look, I wrote out the whole playoffs, Mike, and uh, you should be fired up about it. 
You're probably going to disagree with almost half of this tree that I just made. We ran down the NFC already. Right, but I mean, I kind of let you go with you know the Rams winning the game. This is what happens uh, if... Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. Two weeks ago, truth of the week, was that if the Atlanta Falcons make the playoffs, they will get all the way to the Super Bowl in what I think will be a Super Bowl repeat. Here we go. <laughs> which will end up being Do Your Job 3 by NFL Films, which... Voice of God, Brent Waits, will have Netflix and chill nights too by himself. Okay. <laughs> uh, Atlanta wins their game at home to Carolina. Seattle doesn't matter in that 430 game. By the way, there's some trap games, folks, in the 430 slots this week because depending on what happens at the 1 o'clock games, a couple games that you think might be important, such as the Seattle versus Arizona game and the L.A. Chargers-Oakland game might not even matter. So be careful of those weird lines. Or... Uh, Hey, take a chance that, that, that they might not matter. And uh, Oakland could romp uh, a, Rivers, uh, a Chargers team that isn't playing Rivers. You never know. That used to be an angle. It still is. No, the NFL went to five. They switched five one o'clock games to 425. And everything that is tied to each other will be playing at the same time. But 425. But they didn't totally succeed. Because the the bill if, then the Chargers would also be playing at one o'clock because the Bills no the Chargers Bills is four twenty five the Bills is everything's moved there's nine games at the four twenty five slot seven at one oh, right 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 mostly meaningless games right and because they didn't want the Chargers to play at ten a.m. local time they switched four games on the East. All right, so Marshawn Lynch is going to get the Bills into the playoffs at the same time. At the same time. <laughs> okay. Why are you telling me this like 15 minutes ago? Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. I didn't think we are talking about it. <laughs> okay. I was kind of bummed that the NFL there's, made the switch. There's, they did it this week. There's, you know, there's about three, 400 of our, of our avid followers being like, yeah, uh, Jeff, you're an idiot. This is uh, hey, you know what? The, hey, the art of improv. My name's Jeff Hewlett. All right. I'm not perfect. <laughs> Bills still win that game. Marshawn Lynch still going to get the Bills to the playoffs. As a Bills fan, thank you, Marshawn, in advance for a present given to us eight years later. Hey, hey, hey. All right. So Atlanta's going to go into the LA, into LA Coliseum, and they're going to beat the Rams. Because Matt Ryan's going to remember he peace standing up. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so Atlanta beats the Rams. Then they would be the, the lowest seed, and they would go in to Philadelphia, wouldn't they? Or is it, is it a – no, it's not a – it's not a – it's not a direct bracket. It's the lowest seed. So exactly. At lowest seed, Atlanta would go into Philadelphia as the number one seed. And you got the Super Bowl defenders of the NFC against Nick Foles and the Eagles. You know what? Taking the Falcons. Now you got either Falcons Minnesota or Falcons Saints or Falcons Panthers. Isn't this something we should be doing on... Next week's show? Nope. Predicting the, nope, the, because the, then it'll be less of a bold prediction. All right? I'm predicting it even before the playoffs are set. This is what's going to happen, including what happens with the regular season. So, uh, okay. okay. Now, the AFC breakdown is a lot easier. All right? AFC breakdown is a lot easier. Super simple. We got the L.A. Chargers who, uh, or the Buffalo Bills at Jacksonville or the Titans, but I, I, I don't think it'll be the Titans. Either way. Okay? Doesn't matter. Whoever wins that game is going to go in to uh, New England and lose. Let's be honest here. Titans, Ravens, Jacksonville, Bills, Chargers, they all lose to New England with a bye week in Foxborough. 
I don't even care. Don't start. Uh, Voice of God is listening to this right now being like, yes, yes. Well, that's obvious. All right. New England is going to win that game. Then you got KC. who They're going to beat Baltimore at home. Andy Reid's going to give his basically a lot of his starters a bye week uh, this week. So look to pick Denver later. Uh, and yeah, they're going to explode on Baltimore, who does not have the offense to keep up. All right. Their defense, their secondary looks good. It'll be a well fought game. Kansas City's uh, superstars win it in the end. Flacco is just not who it used to be. And there, that sets up Kansas City versus Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh with Antonio Brown back and uh, whoever you want to call it, say the Jaguars uh, going into New England. Blake Bortles isn't winning that game. So New England wins. Pittsburgh beats Kansas City with the bye week with Antonio Brown back. la 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 And you got Boardwalk and Park Place. Pittsburgh and New England meeting up for the game we all want to see. You know what? New England knows it was kind of lucky to sneak by Pittsburgh last time. They're going to fix those mistakes. And I think Pittsburgh probably smokes them, especially now that the game will be in Foxborough. Uh, I think it's just, you know, it, 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 it was like the Giants, right? Giants 2007 uh, faced the Patriots in the last regular season game on Saturday Night Football. Uh, and the Patriots going for the perfect season. Yep. Patriots just barely beat them. Giants figure out, you know what, we can play these guys, but here's what we got to fix. We got to get more pressure on the quarterback and uh, shrink the game. Basically, you know, take five, you know, 10 minute drives, run the ball a lot more. Brandon Jacobs. Uh, New England win- barely wins. Giants fix their strategy. They meet a month later or a month and a half later and, uh, well, change, you know, change history. Sorry, voice of God. <laughs> And this week, this year's just been different. Pittsburgh, they just barely beat Pittsburgh. And you'd think that Pittsburgh's, you know, like, can figure it out uh, and know what they did wrong. Nah, they should have won that game. And that is, it's what's going to happen again. New England's going to come back. Anyway. So you got New England, New England, Atlanta rematch? New England, Atlanta rematch. That's and, the plan. And how about prediction? this? Even a similar script. New England, past few weeks, starting really slow. Started slow against Buffalo. Started slow against Pittsburgh. Lost to Miami. Super Bowl against Atlanta? They start slow. Maybe even get down a little bit. And there's people right now just shaking their head like this is never going to happen. Watch this. Maybe not as big of a comeback. New England, another comeback win. Do your job three. This isn't a Brady boner. This is just smart football. All right, don't give the Pats the bye and home field advantage. They will get to the Super Bowl. Sorry. Sorry. So don't pick against them the whole way, especially on the money line. And uh, don't pick against Atlanta either. Hey, weird Mike, you got a weird pick for us, bud? I actually got a weird pick later. Yep. You're piggybacking the weird pick in the regular season finale? You know what? Yeah, you, I'll go weird for weird with you. I'm picking a, I'm picking a quarterback I've, I promised myself in my whole life I'd never pick. But, hey, don't make rules in betting. You're going to break them. <laughs> All right. Ah! No stretches going with the voice. <laughs> ah. <sighs> Weird pick. Morse code is hot. <laughs> Two in a row. Three in a row. Three, in a, three, three in a row. Three in a row. Two months ago, 500 looked impossible. Here we are knocking on the doorstep. It's all over the papers. Picking, <laughs> picking the bottom basement of the games. 
Uh, we're one game away from 500. Six, seven, and one currently. This pick going to bring me to 500. Solid first start for the weird picks. Took Very t- excited. Took Tennessee last week, number one sharp pick in Vegas. Didn't know that. We're, we're making the picks on I Tuesday know. We, again. We're making the picks on Tuesday, folks. Keep that in mind. They got hammered. Uh, final weird pick. Bengals plus nine and a half at Baltimore. Cincinnati keeps it tight. Maybe wins. Marvin Lewis, final game. Rally the troops. Win one for the Gipper. He's been there almost two decades. He means a lot to a lot of people in that room. Got a lot of people signed. They retain a lot of players. They don't got a lot of turnover. Uh, And they're going to play their hearts out, especially Andy Dalton. It's a fierce rival. Small consolation uh, to a uh, season lost, beating their rival and kicking them out of the playoffs. Win one for the Gipper. Win one for the Gipper. Folks, whenever you're... Gambling with your beans or ducats, or in in our producer Huck Media's life, he bets his mustache. Uh, your first reason for picking that team shouldn't be they're gonna win one for the Gipper. <laughs> Tell me about you know the matchup problems uh, that, that they might but have. That's the weird angle. I got gotcha. you. Football is is it's an emotional game. It's an emotional of course, game. Of course. And in this situation... There's actually merit here. I get it. I'll give so, you, you know, it's not about the X's and O's this game. We know that the Ravens are better. They're division, they're division opponents, too. They know, they know each other really well. Ten points. I'm going to hit that hard. Uh, I'll think about the money line as it gets closer. Uh, also, this pick is uh, lending itself to the Vegas and the win totals. Yeah. Baltimore wasn't supposed to win ten games. Nobody had them there. Bengals weren't supposed to only win five games, six games. The win balances out both lines. I get it both ways in the season finale. All you betters out there, look for that. Look up original win totals and then go to this week's money lines and uh, you'll see some value in some dogs. It's funny. Andy Dalton's like in the, (laughs) like he's not good enough where you'd sit him. Like in this meaningless game, just to not get him hurt, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he still needs the reps. <laughs> he's he's an eight-year veteran that's like, and it's not even like it's not even come up. Like, should we sit Dalton? Like, it's almost like no. We they kind of hope he might get hurt. <laughs> like, so there's more of like a excuse to come up with a new quarterback strategy. Ah, uh, yeah. So we're gonna climb to 500 with the Bengals and the Red Rifle. And Coach Lewis, final game, amicable split. Someone better clean the red rifle, man. He hasn't been shooting right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clean out the chamber. Red, red rifle needs some Cialis so that he can uh, throw touchdowns when the time is right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of limp dick quarterbacks, my weird pick of the week, I'm taking Brock Osweiler and the Denver Broncos at home. That's right, favored by four points to the Kansas City Chiefs, who are playing for nothing. They are locked in to the fourth spot in the AFC, heading into the playoffs. Lock them up. Uh, you can see Patrick. You know what? The one thing that might screw me is an actual good, quarter, good young quarterback prospect named Patrick Mahomes. I could see him getting some reps this week. And actually, he, hey, he looks good. Like, they're saying all over uh, that thing that we used to use, Twitter, <laughs> that uh, in practice, he's just doing stuff with his arm that's like, it, it's really, really cool. It's why they draft him. So has he played any garbage time uh, or not? A little bit. 
See, I, I don't just like a, that. Real well, little bit. He should be making his start when it's right and proper. Either like, way, you it's don't want to start him behind. You're gonna have Smith start maybe for a bit. I don't know. It's, it's again, it's Tuesday. We don't know yet. But uh, they haven't announced. Either way, take Brock Osweiler loves playing his best football when it doesn't matter to the rest of his team. <laughs> and when the rest of his team is relying on him, uh, you know, like he he cowers like your dog when you come home uh, when they farve and pooped on your bed. You know, <laughs> like, I'm glad we've put uh, a bow on Brock Star. Brock Osweiler. In the regular season finale. $62 million man whose wife won't even sleep with him. <laughs> All right. Moving right into the rest of our Hugh Picks. You. All right. As I mentioned, we're taking the Denver Broncos minus four on our Hugh Picks. Brock Osweiler. What? He's such a loser. It's, it's like if he, if he went to the Olympics and won the gold medal because all nine of the other top 10 uh, got disqualified in the finals. He would celebrate beyond, on, beyond all ahead. Got a guy in flyboarding on the tour who does that. Sunny Bean. Uh, <laughs> lost to Suksan, the world, or uh, beat Suksan, the world champion, because Suksan flipped his jet ski in the world of flyboarding. That's like being disqualified. And celebrated like he had just performed his best trick and he was just sitting there and he wasn't doing nothing. What a loser. Brock, you're a loser. You also need some Cialis. Maybe we'll get a Cialis sponsor for the show. For you, Brock Star. You know what? You're a weirdo. Your team hates you. Denver hates you. Elway hates you. In your last game as a Bronco, for sure, you're going to go out on top and get yourself another third string job somewhere else in some other crappy NFL city. I just hope it's not Buffalo, for the love of God. <laughs> Hashtag Big Pharma. Next pick, we got uh, the Green Bay Packers, plus seven uh, in Detroit. This is Brett Hundley, uh, the rookie quarterback for the uh, the Green Bay Packers, who's trying to get a job somewhere and uh you know what he's gonna play good football the packers have been out uh you know they, they were out last week and barely showed up against minnesota minnesota's a steaming team you know they're on their way to the playoffs detroit just freshly got eliminated and they're already totally hurt i don't know where this seven point spread comes from but this game might end three nothing all right uh I don't understand where Detroit gets seven points. Stafford, super hurt all year. Don't see him playing the whole game, if at all. Uh, and even if he does, you know what? Hunley can stick with him. Seven points is too much. And we are taking an, another emotional game, as you said. This isn't win one for the Gipper. But in what might be Eli Manning's last game as a New York Giant, plus three points at home to the Washington Redskins, we're also playing for nothing. In my mind, I got two quarterbacks playing for contracts that might be playing on different teams next year. They're going to shoot it out. I'll take Eli at home. Um, Washington's so hurt. And what are they, you know, again, it's Kirk Cousins. The rest of the team's not really playing for anything. They might swap QBs. Yeah, <laughs> at halftime. No, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, obviously Cousins not. to the Giants, Eli to the Skins. Cousins ain't going to the Giants. Why not? That's just not the Giants' way. They'll get a new. They'll get a new franchise. That's the Redskins' way. And you know what? I don't even know what I'm talking about. For like 20 years, Giants didn't have a franchise quarterback. Like they went. You know, they, there was that whole weird time. They just had like 20, and then Kurt Warner for about half of you know half a minute there, and then Eli. Huh. Giants win. You like it, weird Mike? 
It doesn't matter if you like it. <laughs> Should go The Rock on you, man. The Rock was the best with that stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right. Another over-under pick for you. We got Green Bay, Detroit. Again, two teams playing for nothing. 43 and a half. We're going under uh, in that game. And we got another over-under pick for you. We got Buffalo and Miami. Two pretty anemic offenses. Buffalo's going to try to run the ball down their throats, not give up turnovers or too many points. Buffalo's playing some great D, especially in their secondary. Jay Cutler's throwing up lollipops. And uh, this isn't a primetime game against New England. His girlfriend's watching. This is the last game of the year. Krista Cavallari will be picking it up at the end of the season. See, I told you, honey, that, you know, maybe you shouldn't have played. And maybe you shouldn't have, but $10 million is sweet. But you ain't earning it today. Under Buffalo, Miami, 42 and a half. That game ends 16-13, Buffalo. Thanks, Shady McCoy, for taking us to the playoffs. All right. We got one more pick for you. We are taking the Pittsburgh Steelers minus 10 at the Browns. I don't care who, who plays. Steelers are going to win this game by a crap ton because the Browns don't even know. No one on the Browns knows if they're going to be a Brown next year, maybe besides uh, their number one draft pick there. And Peppers, but everyone else, who knows? You! Hey, if you're a Browns fan, why do you even wake up nowadays? Like, <laughs> like wake wake me up with the draft. Seriously. Uh, See, they, they offered it. They, they, apparently, they offered a trade to the Dolphins for Tannehill. That's your plan? Tannehill, two draft picks, and Josh Gordon. Maybe their most talented player on offense right now. Maybe the Cleveland Browns are all in perpetually on the draft. Maybe there's more money and hype and stuff to be sold on the non-season. Do you think there's some like psychos ru secretly running the team and they're like kind of like Trump? Let's, where, do where let's it's dominate like, the headlines where it's like bad, on the season. All, all, even bad press is good press. And that's their like franchise strategy. It's their uh, mantra, <laughs> mission statement. You know, like, uh, like that, the, what's those fake news magazines and that don't do real news and maybe the the like the tabloids the onion or the national Enquirer. like let's just farm and lie to people forever like okay uh, that's garbage folks nothing bothers me more in life than traffic that you could could have avoided and people wasting money on celebrity gossip and uh fake news national Enquirer crap even people magazine like what a yeah. waste of farving time <laughs> uh all right hey We'll give you one more pick at the end of the show. And that's a little last. Farvin, thank you for listening. Our mail of the week, who will be receiving a Look Who's Talking t-shirt from Team LTD, uh, is Christian, a tie, Christian Hernandez from Milton, Ontario, who pointed out that the first MVP, the last MVP session was not behind a rabbit, it was behind a Max Milk. And that uh, Mr. James Duhamel also said the same thing, who's from... Cambridge, Ontario, which is uh, six hours from the city. <laughs> Never see him anymore. Old Red. Uh, yeah. Thanks for the point out, boys. That was behind a Max, not behind a Rabba. What are you going to do? And yes, we will, we will keep the drafts going. And uh, yeah, Set, hit us up on Instagram. Send us a message or on our Facebook account. Look who's talking. You can win yourself a Team LTD t-shirt. Look who's talking. Shirts are being sent out. Mike uh, might even start giving out weird Mike head condoms signed by the one and only himself. <laughs>
Mike, I hope we get back to 500 this week, man. I, I usually get real hot right by the playoffs. And, uh, well, good, you know, good God, man. Uh, it's, it's been a fun season, man. It has. Uh, you know, we've gotten better along the way. Yeah. Thanks for everyone sticking with us. And, uh, yeah, we got a random question of the week. Uh, do Irish people like Lucky Charms? <laughs> we had a slight debate about that before the show. I'm a bit Irish, but I have no idea. I mean, I like them, but I wouldn't consider myself like an Irish person. You know, I have Irish heritage. But, like, do Irish people like Lucky Charms? Do they hate them? Do they even know what they are? Found out, like, my buddy Oscar uh, from Sweden might be listening to the show. I don't even think he knows how podcasts work. <laughs> uh, good, great, fantastic fly water from Sweden. And, uh, yeah, didn't, had never heard of Swedish berries. Could you believe that? I'm like, there's nothing more famously Swedish in the whole world. I totally believe that. Swedish berries, Matt Sundin, bathing suit calendars. It's made by Alan Candy. I think they're out of Kitchener or something. No, it's, it's Maynard's, isn't it? That was originally. Either way, Alan. they're delicious. And if you put too many in your mouth, you sound like Bing Crosby. <laughs> I'm dreaming. No shit, by the way. I was playing some, you know, one of those random trivia games with uh, the fam over Christmas. Bing Crosby, number one selling single of all time. White Christmas? White Christmas. And that it was. Yeah. There you go, folks. Y'all got a little bit smarter. Um, okay. One more pick for you. We are fired up. We're going to take Oakland again in the Marshawn Lynch game where he gets the Bills to the playoffs who are going to be beating Miami at the same time. Uh, that's too many points anyway. I think Oakland, yeah, they're going to show up to play because... You know what? Jack Del Rio, their coach, might get fired after the season. It might happen anyway. Players don't know that. Some of those players really like him. A player's coach, some of those offensive players need a more offensive coach, uh, better offensive mind. Again, though, the drops are a bit of a throw-off. You lead the league in drops. Those drops are touchdowns, yards, wins, and it all just multiplies. Whenever I see that many drops by receivers, I wonder what, what Oakland season could have been. I hope uh, uh, they keep Del Rio. The Raiders had opposite seasons where every break went their way last year. Yep. And this year, everything went against them. So, you know, a third year with this same cast of characters with Del Rio. Yeah. And that's the make or break year. Which one was it? Was it the fluke year for the wins or was it the fluke year for the, the, now, the tank that's happening? Now, this will be my prediction for next year with Minnesota. And you come on, even you can see it. They won a bunch of games okay, last okay. minute this season. You know, maybe win a home playoff game. I, I, I don't see it coming. But, like, you know, get there. Get to the NFC Championship game, you know, maybe whatever. Hey, who knows? Next year, they sign Case Keenan with some crazy contract, like, you know. And then, boom, 0-4. Like, or 1-4 because their schedule is harder after winning the division. Keep that. Anyway, predicting that for next year. Bold prediction from Look Who's Talking. And, again, the Minnesota hate just continues. 2018 Vikings will be one in three. You We're gonna have to archive you that got it, one, bro. That will be a prophecy. A uh, little run free lineup, run for Yali update. Uh, I am up to 6.2 kilometers of straight running, followed by about five minutes of being unconscious. <laughs> uh, and I, like, yeah, it's uh, I, I admire uh, marathon and half marathon runners even more than I, I used to. Uh, this. I'm going to try to run a half marathon at the Super Bowl. I'm going to try to do it in a, in a speed that doesn't take two days. 
I am feeling a little bit of pressure, but I'm putting a lot of that pressure on myself. Uh, again, inspired by Team I Will and my buddy Rob McDonald, who came back from near paralysis and now runs marathons uh, with uh, at the Scotiabank. Hey, look, man, I got two legs and a heartbeat. I can do this, I think. That's the way I sort of live life. You really got to throw time into the window, a time out, out the door. I know, but I want to... It's okay to do it in a whole day. I don't want to do it in a whole day. I want to do it at a pace that at least feels like I was running. Like, I don't want to walk the thing, you know what I mean? So, look, we're going to try to get to 10K before the playoffs start. If I can run one 10K a week, that I... I don't, Look, I, uh, Mike Morrison's got me on a program, and I'm probably not even like explaining that right. I'm supposed to just go up in increments of like 0.3. Anyway, slow and sturdy wins the race. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us this week. Brought to you by Huck Media. We're here at Kipling Studios at uh, the house of the doctor, who's on a crazy-ass road trip. Drove to Golden, B.C. for about five days with a stop in Banff and is driving right back with her boy E and his dog Daff. On behalf of Weird Mike, oh, oh, uh, we got to go to news that doesn't matter. Voice of God, the newest Jets fan. You got any news that doesn't matter? All right, and now for some news that doesn't matter. Trolls gonna troll. I don't know if any of you guys saw the halftime entertainment of the Falcons and Saints game um, in New Orleans this past weekend, but they had, you know, some sort of local dance team out there. Um, so they did their thing for a couple minutes, and then to end their performance, they entered a very unique formation. Um, one that actually spelt out the score via scoreboard format, 28-3, to 3, just in case the Falcons uh, managed to forget that time last year where they lost in the Super Bowl by that exact score. The internet remains undefeated. And our next super important story, um, you know, we previously on the show, we've spoke about players in the league learning from the mistakes of their peers and, you know, past stars. And it really seems like Deshaun Jackson has taken a page out of the Chris Carter playbook um, and the speech, really, I should say, where he mentored upcoming NFL rookies about getting yourself a fall guy for the crimes you commit. Um, so Florida police this past week found a car registered to the Buccaneers receiver deserted after it crashed into a tree. Not a good look. Does not scream sobriety. Um, and after searching the car that was deserted, they found six grams of weed and some hollow point bullets and the weed despite being in florida where they freak out over stuff like that um, the hollow point bullets are a bigger issue as they are highly highly illegal they make things explode on impact it's it's messy but um yeah the cops you know ran the plates obviously they found it registered to him called him up and he used the the age-old classic Oh, my friend was using it uh, without me knowing it, excuse, and one that will actually probably be enough to remove him from all liability here and punishment. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen that video I mentioned earlier, the Chris Carter one, he's wearing his Hall of Fame jacket um, on stage at an NFL event telling all the rookies that they've got to get a fall guy in their, in their squad. Um, it's hilarious. We'll, uh, we'll post it to our Facebook page this week. you got to check it out. Thanks for joining us this week for every hour in the world. Thanks for being a look who's talker. All right. We're fired up for the playoffs. Marshawn Lynch is going to get the bills there. Circle the wagons. And uh, one more Christmas song brought to you by Huck Media. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops Listen and children listen to hear.
Bells in the snow 